Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi, it's Ryan, one of your local HBO boys. We are taking the week off here for Thanksgiving. It's that this day is Thanksgiving if you're listening to it on the day it's uploaded. If not, then congratulations, it's another day. You made it. You did it. Anyway, because of the week off, I thought it would be a good time to post a episode of another podcast that we've been working on called Nothing Star Academy. The following is episode one. You can go find it on Spotify or Apple or anywhere that you find your podcasts that you listen to them and add it. Follow it. Here's the first episode. And I'll be back after to talk words about it if that's something that you want to hear. Okay, bye. Welcome, one and all, to Nothing Star Academy, the premier school for the violent wandering adventurer. Whether you're an eighth-year super senior anxious to graduate and become the homicidal murder hobo you always knew you could be, or you're but a lowly serf, just weeks from getting unceremoniously hit by a pigeon at full speed that signifies you've been hand-selected to attend our prestigious academy, I welcome you back to Nothing Star. Hello, I am Saratoga Random Dent Jones, but my one friend calls me Jonesy, and I welcome you to the show, the inaugural episode. (laughs) Very exciting. Right off the bat, a little about me. I am the editor of The Daily Vagabond here at Nothing Star, but also, along with that already impressive accomplishment, I am a four-time runner-up at the Liars Dice World Championships, a feat of both consistency and losing that has never truly been seen before. I am also the esteemed author of The Plight of the Cleric, subtitle No, Spare Me the Dying, a memoir detailing the never-ending struggle to heal idiots. And last, but certainly not least, I do in fact get invited to parties. I believe it goes without saying, but I am the most respected journalist at this school by far. Although, it should be known that my efforts here, both in the print and auditory medium, are not only a means to an end. I also care about the truth, so far as it helps me reach my goals. I mean, (laughs) sorry, our goals. This year, I've decided to take the regular, boring, old morning announcements and change them around a bit to fit my exact needs. In that vein, I have made them significantly longer... And I've also forced them into everyone's mind against their wills, like that German submarine recording that is now used in the school-sanctioned torture rituals performed by our local torture expert, Judas Cradle, on the 82nd floor of the greatest murder hobo school on Earth, Nothing Star Academy. Some quick housekeeping before I get into it. This is a twice-monthly news program documenting the goings-on at the school, including all house updates, 
feasts, rituals, Dragon Ball, Liar's Dice, Prophecy Progress, and of course, keeping an extra special eye on the evil forces slowly but surely taking over the world. I would like to take a moment to thank Headmaster Phineas Whistlepig for allowing me this longer form, phonic vehicle being injected telepathically without permission into your brains, as well as for this new physical space to conduct the business of the program and the Daily Vagabond, which, for reference, is much farther away from the surface than I had originally anticipated. I'm not complaining, I'm just saying... We have one window in here, and it's completely submerged underwater. And Vamus the Bastard, leader of the infamous Mad River Merfolk, stares at me for hours on end, which is genuinely upsetting. I'm looking at him right now. He's right there. I will come for you in the darkness, Saratoga! Come on! What was that, man? He is so scary! Anyway, I'll be quite honest, because that is my job as a journalist. Any journalist worth their arcana and coin knows that. I stole this format, an idea, and structure. Really everything for this show I stole from Eccentria Gallimbits of the Crossroads School down in Pennsylvania. You have to give me some credit for giving her credit. See, that's how credit works. It goes both ways. And now the credit's mine. But in my defense, when I heard hers, I said to myself, wow, I can definitely do that, but better and closer to where I go to school. I just know that the other 18 Vagabond schools for the wandering and violent adventurer all around the world by this time next year will have a version of this show themselves. (laughs) Lazy posers. But as they say, stealing is the greatest form of flattery. And on top of that, let's all remember that it's quality that matters. This show will at once be known as the Premier Knowledge Compendium located in the greatest school to ever exist this side of the wafty rift. And now that we've gotten that out of the way, without further ado, let's get to the goings-on. I think the most obvious place to start is, as a morale boost, Headmaster Phineas Whistlepig allowed the student body to rename the houses over the break, A decision that he, in immediate retrospect, has commented was, and I quote, obviously a huge mistake. Tonight at the first great feast of the year, the first years will be divided into their respective houses for the next eight years by the choosing chalice. Something Professor Whistlepig uses to drink cape wine out of will shape an entire decade of your life. Does that make you feel good? The rules of the choosing chalice are as such. If it tastes like cinnamon dolce when you sip it, you're a sloth, whom used to be called the monkeys. If it tastes like plain white rice with a dash of turmeric, you're the panthers with a Z, formerly the panthers with an S. If it tastes like pizza, you're a baby ninja turtle, and they used to be the regal eagles. And then finally, if it tastes like shit, like inhaling a sewer perhaps, you're a French bulldog, who used to be the mighty scorpions. French Bulldog seems a lot more meaner. So, I think they chose the right path. Oh, and a little pro tip from your guy Toga. A one-up, you could say, if you listen to this show. Which I know you are, because you have no choice. When first years arrive tonight, they will immediately be stabbed. You know, to build character, as is tradition. But they are allowed to dodge and weave. So, as a first year, make sure to be ready to shimmy and shake. Like your kidneys depended on it. 
And now for house updates. First, we'll head on over to the sloths. There will be a sloth house ice cream social this weekend. Bringing your own engraved spoon with your name on it is highly recommended, as utensils do tend to get stolen straight out of mouths at these events pretty often. The annual Sloth House first year feats of courage and strength will begin this week. Their statement clarifies that this is in no way hazing, and no one has ever been hurt during this event historically. The first trial will be the long-storied tradition of the full-speed cannonball catch. Free safety goggles will be handed out prior to the event, but wearing them is forbidden. On a completely unrelated note, Boo Burns, a fourth-year sloth resident and dwarf cleric, will be offering free clinic hours for broken sternums, where she wills them back with magic to not be pieces anymore. And now we saunter on over to the French Bulldogs, who have informed me that they are already very focused on what they believe has always been the most important part of the school year. Spring Break. And as we all know, spring break is where you destroy something as you transition from winter into spring. And they're aware that that is not right now, but also they believe that planning is important and you have to admire their diligence or not. You can choose to admire it or not. I'm on the fence. The new first year French bulldog bad boy Spencer Thundersnake has already made his mark on this school, very literally on the supposed prothetic child Jack Thorne's gravesite. We know this because he TikToked the whole thing, followed closely by what he labeled the real nail in the coffin, a new metal rendition of Man, I Feel Like a Woman on repeat for 10 hours while he was putting nails in the actual coffin. And now to the baby Ninja Turtles. Gilcrest Stank Bagel has been named provost in a landslide victory that no one quite understands and many count as fraudulent. But, through multiple low-key conversations and constant veiled threats of extreme tickling, everyone now agrees that he totally won. Come on down Friday nights for some organized eating pizza while playing hide-and-seek at the Baby Ninja Turtle house. It's worth mentioning before you do so, though, that they take hide-and-seek very seriously. The amount of unwritten rules you have to learn is unreasonable, and when you do something wrong, you get attacked. And then... If you win, everybody hates you. There's not a lot of upside there. But people, for some reason, keep showing up. And now, to the Panthers. The letter S has been banned from all official Panthers publications by newly installed Panthers provost, Dakota Montreal, who released a prez statement that only said, Don't be afraid to break things. Don't be romantic. Don't take the time to breathe. Don't aim for perfection. And whatever you do, keep slashing the competition. Tools. This statement was briskly followed by Dakota walking into a brick wall at a speed that would surprise you. The Panthers fundraising committee will be outside the cafeteria for the next month selling tiny houses made out of fairy dust that can grow into actual homes over time if watered constantly and talked to correctly. This will all be done out of their new brown leather-bound suitcases that they are now carrying around to make it look like they know what they're doing. Oh, and by the way, one more thing on the Panthers. Their Silly Saturday weekly report will now be rebranded to be called Every Week is Winning, 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 No Matter What. Now, I know what you all are actually all here for, and that is the announcement of the feast menu this evening. You will have the opportunity to imbibe the following. Treacle tart, frog's feelings, 
every single meat pie, cauldron cakes, powdered rhubarb leaf, yew stew, river fish, knickerbocker glory, troll boogie popcorn balls, and an actual bear claw. Stay tuned because in the future, we here on this show will be reviewing local restaurants that monsters eat at secretly in the back without the normies knowing. And now to the weather. Outside the sphere, it is sunny and cold. Inside the sphere, the sky is clear all the time. And that was the weather. In classes and rituals news, Rage and How to Use It 101, talked by Dr. Jonathan Scheitlieb, has been moved to the newly built East Wing because the barbarian shack that the class was previously in had been mysteriously knocked down in the night and the ground beneath it was completely bathed in blood. So the building is now being swiftly rebuilt atop the red, wet ashes. If anyone is interested, some new classes have been added this year, including, but not limited to, Morality and Chaos versus Order. Which one's better, and which one's more fun? The Study of Elements and the Inner Planes. And Golf, but fast, as opposed to Water Polo, but slow. An update from last year's ongoing bookworm infestation in the Great Library. The librarians have turned to alternate magics such as herbal essences and punching to try to quell the infestation. Shelley Winters, the leader of the Wings and Wishes book club, said, It's terrible. The librarians are my only friends, and they've become so reactionary and violent over the summer. I just hope it comes to an end soon. No matter what, book club is on Thursday. Try not to get eaten. When asked what the future holds in the pages of history for one of the world's leading book suppositories, head librarian Gustav Frintz had this to say, Shh. We will keep you up to speed on the situation as it develops. The north end of the campus will be getting a new outer wall this year due to the continuous death on that side of the school from the ever-encroaching dark woods. Submissions for names of the new Great Wall are now open. Serious entries only, please leave them in your temporal comment section. The Botany Club has riddled the hallways of the West Wing with flyers about needing more people to join, which begs the question, what happened to all the old people? A suitcase has been left near the top of the commissary stairs. The sanitation crew has asked to convey that the owner of said suitcase please come and claim it, as it has been shaking and screaming periodically for a week, and they are afraid to look in its general direction. As the year gets underway, the Chamber of Commerce of Fenwick, where most of our local magic shops and eateries reside, has released a statement, and it is as follows. The Chamber welcomes all the students of Nothing Star for the first semester of this, the Year of the Umbrella. Come on down to gain your books, magic sticks, and every odd-slash-end you might need to make this another successful cycle. As a note, the legal drinking age in New England for all wandering heroes has been lowered from four to three, so come on down to one of our many grog-based establishments to fill up your tankard and, unrelated, please tell your children to stop spitting on the windows. Have a great year! The nurse's office is as busy as always, looking out for the new and improved plagues. And on top of that, distributing info on what to do if you get accidentally murdered, and where to go if you become a ghost. They warn, look out for the Underground Ghost Society. They will take you in immediately, and they are so fun, in fact, that you'll never want to leave, but you only have so long, based on how many hours of sleep you've had in your entire life, to regenerate into being alive once more within the nurse's chambers. It's not ghoul to be dead. Oh, they're doing jokes now. Oh, they have an alternate read. 
That's the spirit. That's great. The nurses are sending alternates now. That's just great. Bunch of comedians. And that concludes the goings-on. Now I believe every episode is going to end with an interview. Uh, it, it depends, honestly, how said interviews turn out. But the first one is a goodie. And it's happening right now. Welcome to our first show, Headmaster Phineas Whistlepig. Thank you so much for coming on to our inaugural episode and for allowing me to do this show at all. Saratoga Random Dent Jones, my boy! Well, you are very welcome. I'm sure the dozens of monsters who end up listening to the show will enjoy it very much. (laughs) Oh, well, uh, that number is probably an overstatement, but I I do thank you. Uh, for your confidence, you can just call me Jonesy. Well, I tell you, it's my pleasure, Saratoga Random Dent Jones, and you know... I've known you since you were a little peapod little cleric. Did you know that? I, I did know that. It's been a long time. You probably know my parents better than I do. Oh, I sure do. You barely know those people. Uh, what is it you're drinking there, Headmaster Whistlepig, if I may ask? You can ask, and you did ask. You're a great asker. The world is full of questions and answers, isn't it, my boy? <laughs> anyway, after that well-placed gnome cackle, I shall finally answer you. It's Cape Wine, which for future reference is my favorite. The drink of drinks. It stretches out the mind, adds blood to my very tiny bones, and makes it hard to walk places. But who cares? I can basically fly at this point, but don't tell anyone that, okay? Uh, Headmaster, this is being recorded. You just told everyone that. Oopsie doodles! Well, that's fine. I'm a slippery little beaver nonetheless, so try and catch me, Dix! Right, well, on that very particular note, I I will say, as the leader of this school, you do have a rather odd disposition for someone in your amount of power, if you don't mind me saying... You gotta have fun at all times. Fun is the meaning of life. That and sometimes the blood of your enemies. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Doesn't taste good as cape wine, though, I will tell you. I don't want to get too personal too quickly here, you know, diverging off of blood and the taste of it. But uh, you are a single gnome wizard uh, out on the town. Uh, Do you plan on staying that way forever? How dare you? Well, just kidding. Although I will say, for a split second there, I was thinking of exploding you. Oh, God. But yes, most likely I shall be solo dolo for the rest of my thousands and thousands of years. Running the premier school for the violent wandering adventurer takes up a lot of my time. Sure. Time I, of course, willingly give to the school as it's my baby. But I will also say I have a lot going on. This is but one of my active bodies. I'm also 50 floors up, teaching advanced casting to a group of bone-thirsty warlocks, and simultaneously, a part of me is in a Fenwick bar doing a magic keg stand where no one has to hold me up as I can levitate. And then, one of me is with Ralph the Bridge Troll taking shots of skull juice underneath the Baldwin Bridge. Also, like six others are drinking somewhere indiscriminately, it's honestly hard to keep track of them. They're wily little buggers who, if I'm being honest... A few of them might have a drinking problem. I'm actually glad you brought up Ralph the Bridge Troll. This is a bit of a dark turn, if you don't mind, but the giants, furbolgs, orcs, etc., who live in the giant refugee camp nestled next to Nothing Star constantly praise you. 
say you saved their lives after the giant genocide of 2010, is there ever a time where you will take your rightly deserved credit for your part in ending what ostensibly was the greatest war of our time? Firstly, you think that was the war of our age? You are a very, very young person, that is for sure. What I will say is once you've ended like, I don't know, seven wars between magic-wielding mad scientists and ghastly humans alike, they all start to blur together. Hey, this isn't the fun talk you promised, old Phineas. You said you were going to keep it light and feathery for the soul soul. <laughs> yeah, I, I said no such thing, but I am sorry. You should say you're a feather. Uh, what? Say it now. Say you're a feather. Um, hey, excuse me? Say you're a goddamn feather, Toga. Oh, God, shit. Sorry, I'm a feather. I'm a feather. See, that wasn't so hard. That was insane. You were gigantic all of a sudden. <laughs> I know. I got bigger and louder there for a moment. Pretty cool. One of the many advantages of being so wildly good at thaumaturgy. And let me just say to your tiny yet resilient audience, I'm not a bad gnome. I know that based on what you just heard, I sounded like an evil demon and the bad guy in the story of our lives. But sadly, I am not. Sadly? I'm the good guy. Oh. I'm just very drunk. Yeah, that is clear and good to know. I'm going to get to my predetermined questions now, if you don't mind, as they seem like a safer place for us to be. I highly doubt it, but sure. This is a question sent in to me by the Ethics Committee. Bunch of dicks. Oh, boy. Okay, well, I I don't want to make you mad again, but they do seem opinionated. And and the question is kind of, well, I'll just say it. Don't you think that because us murderous vagabonds are laid atop the human world, commingling with them, yet removed from them magically most of the time... That choice to watch the horrors of human women and men as bystanders while we are together in all-powerful force, that we can definitely stop everything that's going wrong between them? Fundamentally horrific? A barbarian within a rage gonna crack a baby skull or two in their lifetime. So it goes. Try telling a being who can light things on fire with their minds not to burn down an abode every once in a while. It's not going to happen. We lovingly ask all us folk not to pillage and murder the normies constantly, and what happens after that is out of yours and my hands. If the ethics committee wants to stand in front of a centaur at full speed about to crush a Ford Explorer with their sweaty quads, they can be my guest. And honestly, I hope they try. We're not gods, Saratoga, but gosh dang, we are close. (laughs) Oh boy. But to actually answer your question... Why don't we help them? For the same reason we try not to kill all the time, we're all psychotic hypocrites with power beyond measure who can't find our ass from our face. But if you want to be helpful, don't murder any humans today. Okay? Uh, yeah, cool. I, I won't. You don't have to worry about me. <laughs> uh, moving on. The houses all respectfully changed their names this year when you gave them the choice to do so. You were assuming they would never break all of those years of tradition, yet all of them, one by one, have been voted on and adjusted accordingly. And it has been said that you were wholly unhappy with their decision, but let it stand anyway. Do you have any comment on this? These little shits have the gall, the audacity, yeah, you heard me, to edit story tradition, which is disgraceful, but to be fair... This is my fault. I had faith in barbarians to make the right choice, so in retrospect, I'm the one who was a simpleton. 
If you and your pals at your magic institution want to be associated with tiny pizza-eating ninjas instead of the proud and regal eagles, then so be it. But don't come to me when... When... Ah, shit! You want to know the truth? I think it's funny. But all the other old people are pissed. I have gotten so many strongly worded letters imbued with hate magic from the Thundersnake family. I made a wallpaper out of them, and it is, to be completely transparent, very kitschy. Totally throws off the flow of the room. Anyway, go for it. Do you, tiny pepperoni tortoises. Go, sloths. Way to go, panthers with a Z. And fuck you, French bulldogs. You guys are the evil ones in the story, and everyone knows it. Speaking of the evil ones in our lives, I was sad to hear of our assumed new prothetic child Jack Thorne's passing. Oh my god, yes, I know, it's tragic, but also so dumb. Who chokes on a grape? Just chew it, you know? Next question. Yeah, uh, sure. I I know we shouldn't dwell on the past. It is said every magic school on Earth holds an essential artifact and ours is called the Nothing Star. Is that true? Mmm, uh, pass. Cool, okay, uh, but it is also rumored there's a secret worldwide underground tunnel that connects all 20 Vagabond schools' artifact rooms, and that's what the Dark Council was looking for during the First Reckoning by digging underneath the Academy. No, 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 you are so dumb! The tunnel isn't within the dirt! It's actually a magical tunnel called on by powerful incantations only I and Grigory know. (gasps) Oopsie doodles, I've said too much, and also, pass. Okay, uh... Well, the last rumor I'll bring up and my final question for you is I found a very, very old article claiming you got kicked out of Nothing Star when you were a student in your sixth year. Is there any truth to this? Shut the fuck up. Okay. There is no time for this silliness. The Dorset mask has been taken. Nothing Star is closest to Wolford. It only makes sense that the Dark Council come here next. We're preparing, but how prepared can you be for something that's never happened before? The balance of this earth is coming to a crossroads, and I am standing in the middle of the intersection, waiting, eager, ready. Oop! I went to one of my patented fugue states. (laughs) Anyway, you asked about the upcoming Dragon Ball and Liar's Dice seasons, yes? Well, they should both be spectacular for us, and... You might even win the world championships this year slinging them ivories, but probably not. (laughs) I I did not bring those up, but I'm glad you added your two cents on the subjects. Appreciate that. And anyway, uh, this has been a hoot, (laughs) Uh, but I think our time is up. Do you have any last words for the students before this interview ends abruptly? Absolutely. I take being the headmaster of Nothing Star very seriously. I love the students. I want them all to do well, even those French bulldog dickbags. But I also think it's important to understand not every murder hobo requires classes. Some of them need to make their own way in life. Some of them can't be kept in a box. Some will, no matter what, destroy that box and themselves along with it. And some of them just need... Cheese! Oh my god, oh my god! There is cheese everywhere! It's cheese time, my boy! Till next time, Avita Zane dicks! <laughs> oh, is that cheddar? Very neat! Where did he. Okay. Okay. This. 
I don't know if we do interviews, honestly. This is tr- so stressful. Uh, I-, I appreciate everyone being here for the inaugural episode. God, it smells like provolone in here. Uh, I'll see you next time. And don't forget to make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. And that was episode one. Thanks for listening to it. You can hear many more episodes on other places on in the internet. So yeah, Nothing Star is a primary school representing the region of New England for murder hobos set in the real world, unbeknownst to real people. So in the way that wizards live among muggles in Harry Potter, this world is D&D characters doing the same. Back in February 21, I had the idea that I wanted to make a scripted show. The HBO boys reviewing and recapping movies and TV. Scratched an itch of talking with my friends about my favorite subject, which is entertainment. But I also wanted to get back into writing. And this was the way to do so as well as creating a vehicle for all of my friends to be in. Like in this first episode, where Adam absolutely murders it. He's so good as Headmaster Phineas Whistlepig. And if you go find the show, you can hear James and Chad and G-Baby, Jarrett, Mark, JR, all a bunch of friends of the show, Justin, Spenny, so many of them. I have been a part of a D&D campaign for about six years now, uh, that is DM'd by Chad, who plays Onyx Surge in the show and is a local HBO boy. Uh, in the said D&D campaign, uh, we have JR and Mark and Sammy and G-Baby, and it's been going on a long time. Uh, if you know D&D, we're all like level 15 at this point, which is pretty high. And uh, that campaign is most likely coming to an end pretty soon. We're pretty close to the great big baddie that we've all been working towards. And I'm sure we'll all die trying to kill uh, Marybelle, who is the big bad in that campaign. But through doing this campaign, it made me fall in love with D&D as a event you can do with your friends. And this show, Nothing Star... Kind of came out of the idea of what if a D&D game was in the audio medium and then narrative fiction? What if a D&D game was just happening in real time? Uh, rolling was occurring. People were playing characters, but you just saw the end output. Most of my favorite podcasts are actual plays, which if you don't know, are D&D campaigns that are played in real time and recorded. And the idea for this podcast was, what if you didn't hear any of the metagaming? What if you didn't hear any of the players playing, and you just saw what happened eventually? Through the scope of a morning announcement elongated for one school out of many. It's a school because Harry Potter. (laughs) Like, uh, I mean, this show itself is barely an original idea. It's Harry Potter and... Hello from the Magic Tavern, and Welcome to Night Vale, and Dungeons and Dragons 5e, 
all mashed together. And if we're all being honest with ourselves, uh, it's just a reason for me to do funny voices while I'm sitting at work. Toga's voice is just mine because I'm lazy, but I also play <laughs> Venus and <laughs> which those two voices are basically the same. Genimax. Tank murder fist. And some more to come. But to be honest with you, my friends are much better at acting than I am. So keep listening to the show for them. Because they kill it on a constant basis. Anyway, thanks for sticking around. We will be back next week for Hawkeye and Cowboy Bebop, I believe. If I'm a part of any of those podcasts, I'll probably just be talking about Arcane, if I'm being honest. And yeah, thanks again. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.